takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend and enjoyed the All-Star game. I know the Metropolitan Division getting the job done and winning the whole thing. We'll talk about that. Uh, Adam Pellick representing the Islanders, and we'll talk about his first All-Star weekend experience on today's show. We also will take a look at where the Islanders should be do what what they should be doing and what their ob, uh, their object object should be excuse me in the second half of the season and of course we will have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online Bet Online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before Bet Online where the game starts also want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen of the day we are free and available on all platforms. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind right now, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to email the show. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news, notes, and happenings concerning your New York Islanders, and I am also live tweeting during every Islanders home and road game, and yeah, that is going to include the West Coast swing coming up as the Islanders resume action on Wednesday uh, on the west coast of Canada there, uh, a game against Vancouver, and I will be live tweeting during that game. So check it out. Instant insight and analysis, and always great to talk to Islanders fans. Let's get busy with this past weekend. And the Islanders basically off, as was the rest of the league, the all-star game taking place in Las Vegas. And... Well, first, you know, the whole weekend. It wasn't just the games. And Adam Pellick out there doing his thing. He was in the hardest shot competition and ended up doing very well. Second place uh, in that competition behind only Victor Hedman of the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. 102.2 miles per hour for Adam Pellick. Pretty impressive for a guy who is a defensive defenseman. Now, if only he could actually, you know, accurately get that puck on net consistently. Look, I, I'm not expecting Adam Pellick to become a, a, a 15, 10, 15, 20 goal scorer, but, you know, seven or eight would be nice, uh, to say the least. He also, you know, went in on the, on the breakaway situation, got a nice backhand off and, 
and and again showed a little bit of his talent uh, offensively that we don't always necessarily get to see during the course of the regular season. Then you get to the All-Star Games on Saturday, the three-on-three tournament first round. Metropolitan Division goes up against the Pacific, and in the three-on-three, you get a 6-4 win for the Metropolitan Division. Then in the final game, a showdown against the Central Division, and again, it was the Metropolitan Division with a 5-3 victory in that one. And basically, one assist for Adam Pellick in the two games total, but you know, the Metro Division winning it, and uh, here's what Pellick had to say. It was pretty cool, obviously a lot of fun, both games, though it got a little more intense as the games went along, especially at the end there, but it was a blast and a great group of guys and fun to be a part of the whole experience, and it was, you know, kind of interesting because who is Adam Pellick going up against, or, 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 well, you know, it's three on three. So Pellick is a defensive defenseman. You know, his job primarily is to slow guys down. And yet, three-on-three, lots of open ice. So who do they team him up with most of the time he's out there? They go with Chris Kreider of the Rangers and Jack Hughes of the Devils. And, you know, uh, here's what Pellick had to say about that. Uh... It's always weird because we play against these guys all the time, but coming here and being their teammates, it's a lot of fun. Everybody here are great players, and they are fun guys to play with. Now, the one assist he made uh, was a backhander, and yeah, it, it, it ended up setting up the goal, and you know, here's what Claude Giroux, who won the MVP, said about Pellick. He's our best defensive player. That's what he does. He shuts down guys. We needed him out there, and they kept him out there really late in that final game because, you know, realistically, that's what he does, as as Claude Giroux said. So, overall, great experience, and you, you got to love it when you have a, a, a player who's out there at an all-star game for the first time, representing his team, and just having a good time. And that's really what All-Star Weekend is about. All-Star games are tricky things. You know, you go back to, let's say, before the year 2000, and All-Star games were still a, a great chance to see players, the best players in the game, on the ice together. And, you know, back in those days, depending on what cable package you had, you didn't always get a chance to see uh, all of the players from other teams. You know, if you were uh, an Islander fan, for example, how often did you see players from San Jose or Colorado or St. Louis? You know, maybe once a year. So you get to the All-Star game and to see all of the most talented players on the ice together, you know, that was always something that was exciting and unique. Uh, look, the three-on-three tournament, I like it. It spices things up a bit. But, you know, is it real hockey? No. You know, all-star games, hockey and football, I think more than the other two sports uh, of you know, basketball and baseball. Baseball, to me, the all-star game is the most like the regular real thing. Um, basketball, yeah, it's a little more like playground basketball, but at least, you know, 
it, it, it has the flow of a game, even if it's not as physical. But hockey, it's more like a bunch of kids playing shinny out there. Three on three, lots of room, nobody's checking, defense, goaltending, kind of minimal. So you sort of have to accept it for what it is. Uh, and that's just a fun time to celebrate some of the more talented players in the game and just enjoy yourself. Adam Pellick clearly did, and that was a good thing. It helps that the Metropolitan Division ends up winning, and, you know, a splendid time was had by all. So great to see, and I, I, I think that, you know, for the Islanders and Adam Pellick, all good. But now, when we come back, we'll get back to business for the Islanders. Where do they go from here? We have a listener email that asked that very question. We'll get to that. Our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolution, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Built Puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good, they are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, yes, puffs included. They're low-calorie, high-protein, and you can replace candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, but Built Bar has a lot less. They're low-calorie, high-protein, and high in fiber. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High-protein, low-cal, high-fiber, low-carb. Compare that to a candy bar, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So, you know, why not have the Built Bar? Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for uh, our listener question. Uh, this one is from Brandon in Connecticut. Uh, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Um, my friend Max sent you a great email the other day, and it inspired me to do the same. I'm from Trumbull, Connecticut. My dad grew up a long-time Isles fan from Mineola. Here's my question. If you are Lou Lamorello, what would you be doing right now? Are you trying to make a playoff push? What moves would you make to try to get more points? If you were going to be more of a seller, which unfortunately seems to be where they're heading, what moves are you making? Are you letting the youth get more playing time? I know that's more of a trots call, but still, I would love to hear where your head is at with the state of the season. Thanks again and keep up the good work. Brandon, thank you so much for the email. I do appreciate it. Let's get right to it. Right now, I'm not ready to give up on this season yet, but I'm getting very close to that point. And if I'm Lou Lamorello, I say, okay, we're going on this West Coast four-game swing. I need at least 
six, five or six points minimum to think that we still have a chance to get back into this playoff hunt. And realistically, I would say the next two weeks are going to determine whether or not you try to hold on and, and, and add something or whether or not you trade players away. If you're going to add, I'm still looking at a puck-moving defenseman to complement Noah Dobson. I still think they're not trusting Robin Sallow just yet and that next year he'll be in a better position to get significant ice time. So I think you need that puck-moving defenseman and you need more goal-scoring. And I think in both instances, you're probably looking more at a rental player than you are someone who's going to be part of the team long-term. But we'll see what ends up happening with that because, you know, you don't want to give up all of your assets, to say the least. Uh, It's a tough call. You have your first-round pick for this year, but overall... uh, the Islanders need to make sure that they don't give away too much because the odds, like we said on Friday's show, of them making the playoffs as of right now are about 10%. And you don't want to lose that, to say the least. Uh, you know, you don't want to give up your future for a 10% chance and make it a 18% chance or a 15% chance by making a big trade. So I think you're kind of limited, even though you do have some cap space. Now, if we get to the point that, yeah, you realize the playoffs are not in the cards this year, and we're getting there. We are getting closer to that point. But if you cross that you know, point of no return for that, to me, you do start playing Robin Sallow more often. You get Kiefer Bellows and Oliver Wallstrom more minutes. And some of the guys you trade away, if they're willing, and some of them may have, you know, no movement clauses or uh, not wanting to go, but, but realistically, can a, another team use a Zach Parise for the playoffs? Yeah, guy who could help with leadership, with you know the experience he has, he's, he would love to win a cup. Uh, that's one of the reasons he came to the island. Could you get you know a, a, a third round pick for uh, Zach Parise? Probably. Would somebody want to add Zdeno Chara again, a former Stanley Cup winning captain, uh, a player who is really experienced and has been through the wars, who? can still get the job done defensively more often than not, and who knows how to lift his team up. I mean, look, you, you we all saw Zdeno Chara struggle earlier in the season as he adjusted to the Islanders' system, as he adjusted to his new teammates, but lately we have seen him play better defensively. We have seen him stick up for his teammates and provide some leadership for this team. So, you know, could they get something for Zdeno Chara? Yes. If they're lucky enough, maybe Kyle Palmieri, although I don't think anyone would necessarily touch his contract, but maybe you could free up some cap space. There are going to be people who say, yeah, let's deal Josh Bailey. I don't know what the market is for Bales at this point, and I'm not so sure you want to trade Josh Bailey at this juncture, 
But you know what? You just say this. If you bowl me over with an offer, I'll consider it. So, you know, there are a lot of options out there on the table. And to me, what you do is, even if you can't trade some of those veterans, you do give the younger guys some more ice time. I put Kiefer Bellows in the game almost every game and let him learn. Uh, I, I give Oliver Wallstrom top six minutes and let him adjust and learn how to play with some of those top six forwards. I get Robin Sallow in the game all the time uh, and let him play more minutes because you know what? You still have those teachable moments, but what difference does it make if you know you're not making the playoffs? Those you know young, inexperienced mistakes you learn by doing and you learn by getting... You know, you make those mistakes, you watch them on film, you get instruction from your teammates, you get instructions from your coach, and you go on from there. So I, I would do that. There may even be a player or two down in Bridgeport who I could bring up. Or if you don't get draft picks for some of the veterans you try to trade away, maybe you get younger prospects for them, guys who can come in, step into the lineup, whether it's at Bridgeport or even part of the year, bring them up if they're ready to the big club and see what they could do. I, I, I think you do start that transition once you cross that point of no return and you realize, hey, we're not going into the playoffs this year. We're not there yet, but uh, realistically, I, I think we're getting fairly close to it. So Brandon, thank you so much again for the email and thanks for listening and for your kind words. And uh, hopefully we don't get to that point anytime soon. But, you know, the way they played that last game against Seattle, it feels like it is just around the corner. We've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and some more closing thoughts. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of weeks. Well, one week now. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, we want to wish yesterday, Sunday, was the 41st birthday of former Islanders winger Andy Hilbert, the Howell, Michigan native drafted in the second round back in 2000 by the Boston Bruins, spent two years at the University of Michigan, joined the Bruins for six games in 2001-2002 when he made his NHL debut, then played for the Blackhawks and Penguins in 2005-2006 before joining the Isles in 06-07, spent three full seasons with the Islanders, best year statistically, 2008-2009, where he had 11 goals and 27 points, in 67 games, then played the next season with the Minnesota Wild and the Houston Arrows of the AHL, 
before hanging up his skates. He played in 307 career NHL games, 42 goals, 104 points, 132 penalty minutes, add one goal and two penalty minutes in 10 NHL playoff games, five of those coming with the New York Islanders. We're going to go back and look at one of Andy Hilbert's better games with the Isles. October 11th, 2008, it was the second game of that 2008-2009 season. Sellout crowd of 16,234 packing the Nassau Coliseum. And it was the St. Louis Blues providing the opposition. Chris Mason, the goalie for the Blues, while Joey McDonald was in between the pipes for the New York Islanders. And it was the Isles getting on the board first. Mike Comrie, his first goal of the season. Richard Park and Kyle Oposo with the helpers at 218. Isles up one to nothing. Then with Barrett Jackman of St. Louis in the penalty box for interference. Trent Hunter gets his first of the year from Doug Waite at 1347. Isles two and the Blues nothing. Then Sean Bergenheim adds to the Islanders' lead less than a minute and a half later. His first from Andy Hilbert, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Bruno Gervais at 15-20. Isles quickly up three to nothing in the first period. Then the Blues get on the board. Brad Boys, who would be an Islander at one point in his career, his second from Paul Correa and Andy McDonald at 17-23 made it 3-1. But late in the period, our Islanders' birthday of the day gets a shorthanded goal. Bill Guerin was in the penalty box for slashing. And Andy Hilbert, his first of the year, Mark Streit and Bruno Gervais with the assist. At the end of the first period, Islanders 4 and the Blues 1. No scoring in the second period, although the Islanders did have three power play chances. Keith Kachuk got the Blues a little closer. His third from Paul Correa and Andy McDonald at 747. That was a power play goal. John Sim of the Islanders in the box. But Bill Guerin ices it with an empty net goal. His first of the year from Doug Waite at 1911. Final score in this one, Islanders 5 and the Blues 2. For our Islanders birthday of the day, Andy Hilbert, one goal, one assist, plus two, Three shots on goal, and his goal was a shorthanded one. Joey McDonald, 24 saves to earn the win. The Islanders out shooting the Blues in this game. So uh, they did a, a, a solid job there. 33-26 to 26 were the shots on goal. So Andy Hilbert, a good, solid bottom six forward for the Islanders for three years in the late 2000s. Yesterday was his 41st birthday, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Islanders about to head west and take on, uh, you know, four teams as they start this West Coast swing. Still only three points behind Columbus for fifth place in the division with four games in hand, but boy, they really do need to get in gear Just to give you an idea of what's ahead on this road trip at Vancouver on Wednesday, at Edmonton Friday, at Calgary Saturday, and then back to the East Coast at Buffalo uh, on February 15th. So that's the four-game road trip, uh, the Vancouver game on Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time start, and it is on TNT. So... 
We'll have more about that game tomorrow, and uh, we will also talk a little bit more about the second half and what the Islanders need to do. By the way, it's Super Week, brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. Want to thank everyone once again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert insight and analysis by Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.